Hello and welcome to episode nine of AFL in Life. I'm your host James. I'm joined today with Maxim, hey Alex, guys. and Matt. Yo. Yeah. Um. So, uh, it's been quite a very long time. Um, since we've had a uh, we've done a podcast, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's yep. been well, a very long time. Last time we did it, I think we recapped like rounds one to three or something of the season. Yep, now seventh like... of April that was. Oh, oh, thanks for the precise date, Matt. You're welcome. Um, and so one thing that happened then was um, well, Melbourne was still undefeated. But now they've lost the game. Yeah. Got Controversial. Controversial. Oh, yeah, you're, you're, you're always going to claim it, complain uh, about it. So. Well, when the yeah. AFL apologises, it was a mistake. <laughs> well, the well, AFL... Uh, yeah, well, yeah, well, that's always going to happen. But, yeah. I, I think the AFL have apologised pretty much every round. Well, yeah, you know, well they haven't said anything about that holding of the ball yet from uh, Richmond. Oh, that was horrific. That oh, was yeah. shocking. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was holding the ball. That was <laughs> Even Dusty knew it was holding the ball. And that's yeah, exactly. Something. Uh, exactly. There, there, there obviously is something wrong with the umpiring standard in this in the AFL the moment. Yeah. Does Razor Ray still umpire? Yeah. Of course, mate. No. Well, that's, yeah. that's why the umpiring standard's going then. Mate, he's <laughs> the goat of umpiring. Like, yeah. What about firing? No, don't you no. remember he, like, he said that thing was like, he overturned a free kick and he's like, you had your chance and then you blew it. Did you see that? Oh, God. He's such a flog on the footy field. You can see him literally jizz his pants when he like is about to call a deliberate. <laughs> <laughs> he spr- sprints over to the boundary line. <laughs> deliberate. Oh, it's so funny. He like, um, he thinks he's a player. Yeah, he does. Actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He thinks he's like as popular as all the players. Can he get like, hit by a ball? Can he get like, hit by a footy? I'm pretty sure he did Richmond North game. I think he did. Oh. That's intriguing. So, one other, th- one other thing that's been happening in the AFL is Carlton still sucks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Four and eight. God. What yeah. a great club, man. Specialist in failure. That's the real. Specialist. Paddy Cripps. No, I don't know. Been, it, it, like, but, but then question is, if I was Paddy Cripps, if I was Harry Mackay, you know, and if some other club starts knocking on my door and says, "Look, we'll give you the same money as Carlton, all right, but our, our our CV is proven time and time again, we don't fail like you do," as Harry Mackay or you know one of those top players, why would you want to stay in Carlton? Like, yeah, you know, the, the the club has Star a culture player. of failing, of failing, and look, you know. Look, Melbourne had the same problem until Paul Roos came over and changed the whole recruiting, the culture, the like, the whole mm-hmm. system, the way of play, the direction. You know, so what does Carlton need to do to improve? That's a big question. I'm not. I'm. I'm not even going going to lie to you. Don't sack David Teague. Why uh, not though? I disagree. But look. look, look. No. Look, as a club, you need to be ruthless. The best clubs in the world are always ruthless. Either you sack the assistant coaches or you sack him. Someone's got to take the blame for the poor performances season after season, James. 
I, I say I, I say we, we can't sack David Teague. Like if this right, is don't sack second, David Teague listen, like, like yeah. they did with Melbourne, kept Simon Goodwin. Exactly. Back all the assistant coaches. Do this something. is this is his second full season of coaching AFL football. Doesn't matter. Have they, have they came, really improved? Have they really improved? Yes, from oh. our two wins and twenty losses in twenty eighteen. Okay, and last year, from last year, have they really improved? No, definitely not from last year. Yeah, but still, but though, but from last year, last year and this year still improves from when David Teague still came into the. The question is, it's, it's also who's available. There's a guy called Ross Lyon who's a very good CV of success. You know, oh, yeah, yeah that's goes to our school. Sorry, she's in my math class. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> talkative, you know. Yeah, no, yeah, she's in my Chinese class. Bit talkative. You go, Nisha. Sorry. <laughs> That's highly embarrassing. He's allowed to say it. Oh my god! He speaks Cantonese, mate. Yeah. No, but the thing, the thing of Carlton, I reckon. The thing of Carlton, I reckon they should sack David Teague because no. all like the clubs who have built up from like this kind of area and then come up to top four or like Premiership teams. Dave, Damien Hardwick's done it. Simon Goodwin's pretty much doing it right now. They got to build this culture. I don't think David Teague's doing that, and Ross Lyon can definitely do that. Yeah. See, the thing is, then bring Ross Lyon as as, as an ex- assistant coach or a mentor to David Teague because you mm. need you need a stick. The with thing is, do you think someone like Ross? He's not. Remember, Paul Roos at his age was really wanting to retire. Yeah. So that was a little bit different scenario. Uh, Ross Lyon at his age, you know, with his kids still that young, does he want to be an assistant coach or you know, he he wants to be the top dog. That's the thing. He wants to be the big, big dog in the well, club. Well, you know, but, well, obviously he doesn't want to. Obviously he doesn't want to be a full time coach because he had definitely had an opportunity to be a coach at another club or even he, remain at the coach as, as at Frio. Yeah, nah, he was, he was a couple sacked. Jobs. He was sacked, wasn't he, from Frio? No, no then, he, then he was offered a couple of jobs. Hundred yeah, percent, he was. He was definitely. I'm pretty sure offered. he's now. I'm pretty sure now he's AFL expert for media stuff. Well, yeah, but Paul Ruse yeah, was, and then the and then uh, Melbourne showed the the dollars he went. Mm-hmm. Remember, he was uh, Paul Ruse was uh, in the Fox Footy panel until Melbourne showed the dollars, and he immediately to Melbourne. So, you know, I think he's still. I I really do think Ross Lyon is very very gettable, especially for a club like Carlton, who's got a big fan base. You know. Um, can show the dollars, the big membership, you know, and it's it, there's no bigger job than Col- there's no bigger job than Carlton, is there really? Yeah, well, I honestly think I reckon we need to wipe the whole board as a start, which I'm pretty sure we're doing. Nah, that's pointless. That's not, that's what that's pointless. Like his new look, CEO. At the, end day, at the end of the day, look, this is this is something. If you look at every single club. Every single club, nearly all except for maybe Melbourne at the moment, but I reckon sooner or later it'll be the same. All of all of the board members, the directors, are either from the big four accounting firms. So North Melbourne, it's from uh, Peter. It's from um, what's that? I can't remember off my head. But Carlton's mostly from Price Waterhouse Coopers. Oh, um, yeah, of course. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> so they're all from those boards. So basically, nothing will change. Yeah, well, I don't think North Melbourne's are working out very well. Well, true. I think no, I, I agree with Alex here. I reckon get everyone on Price Waterhouse. Um, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what they <laughs> are? Just get them on it. Just Great, get them on cool, it. Alex. Do you know what Price Waterhouse Coopers is? It doesn't no. matter what they are. It's what yeah. what they're doing. 
Well, they're basically accounting firms, which have become consultancy firms. Sorry, North Melbourne was KPMG. Off my head, I couldn't remember. Mm. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, yeah, Carlton's a complete mess. Um, what else is there? Richmond. Let's talk about Melbourne. No, let's talk about Melbourne. No, nah, we're going to talk about Melbourne. we got the whole... There's too much to talk about about Melbourne. Let's talk about Richmond, but... Okay. Maxim, do you think they will be top four? Um, I reckon, obviously, top two is just no way near we're getting that. Yep. I reckon if we don't have... If we get our players back, we're all healthy, no more really significant injuries, I reckon there is a chance if we play, like, really well, top... Um, so, third... Maybe fourth, but I reckon we're probably looking around five or six. The thing, if five or six, will they win the premiership if they were five or six? As a no, win? but oh, boys, 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 I'm not saying we will, but if any team can win it from there, it's Richmond. Be honest, yeah, he's, he's yeah not they've not. got a winning culture. That's mm. the thing. If but any well, team can do it, it's Richmond. Well, if you look at their fixtures, they've got to play West Coast in Perth, which will be big because they've never beaten any of the. Western clubs in 22 years away. We beat we've beat Fremantle so many times they're off to Stirling, buddy. Really? Frio, who cares? Yeah, Frio, who cares? Yeah, but he said Western Frio. clubs. He said so Western my, clubs. He so said if, Western if you have, be, yeah, you have actually. Sorry, 2018. I remember you guys beating yeah, that, but you haven't beat West Coast for sure because I remember they beating you yeah, guys yeah, by that 50 is points. That is true. That is true. Yeah. Time, Collingwood, easy game. Oh, I got you. Got got two other tough games at the G. Against the Lions and against Geelong. Geelong in a row. Be, I reckon we can beat we can beat Lions. Yeah. yeah. Our home game. Mm, Honestly, Geelong yeah. will be a big game, especially yeah. as we got pumped. So um, don't you do you think those so next four so yeah. So in July you guys got two of those tough games. And then you guys gotta to go to Optus again to play Dockers, which I think you guys will win. After that's yeah. pretty easy. So North. Yeah, you guys got North. Giants. You still have to play North. Oh, Giants away, then Richmond. Uh, sorry, then Hawthorne at the G. Yeah, that's the last game. That will be easy. The Giants away. That will be tricky. Yeah, Giants yeah. Giants always play well against you guys. Yeah, yeah Giants away. Why. Other than 2019 Grand Final. Look, the, look the, there's... Yeah, so look, the, <laughs> there are some tricky games, but the big one is, look, if, if you guys lose either one of those two games, I don't think you guys will win... Will be top four, and I don't think you guys. Will. No, I don't. I don't think. I don't think we will unless we like really play amazing. All right, this is this is my prediction for top four in no order. In no order, Melbourne Bulldogs, Brisbane, Port, Port. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Let me have a Interesting. look at Port because yeah. look at Port Port's top eight at record. The only top eight team they've beaten is Richmond. They've lost every other one. Their record against top eight teams are pretty poor. And well, and, think... and Richmond were two points off. Yeah, yeah they yeah. barely yeah. And they were away. That's the thing about Port Adelaide. They don't play they, any they of those rely top on teams Adelaide away. Noble. Yeah, they don't and play only... any top teams away. Ooh. Round they 17. They also beat Collingwood by one point. So yeah. This, this, this round will be a big test for them, playing Geelong in Adelaide. Yeah. That's well, I reckon they can do that, though. Yeah, Adelaide, I can it's quite, it's quite. Well, that hard. that game against Bulldogs were pretty poor. Win. That mm. game against Bulldogs, they were pretty poor, in my opinion. Yeah. So we'll see how. Yeah. Alirali is carrying them defensively. But, well, 
Is he? No, no, he's fallen off. He's fallen off a bit. He has. He has. That's why. Yeah. Half of nearly all the, nearly all the all Australian mid season, he's not anywhere near the all Australian thing. Yeah. Mid season, you look um, at all. See, well, Port Adelaide still have to play Carlton in Adelaide, so that's a free percentage booster right there. Well, Western Bulldogs play twice against North Melbourne. Like, lucky. That, that that's that's the biggest problem I have with the AFL system is why does it go through percentages, not head to head, when it's equal points? Yeah, especially especially when you don't play the same team twice, the fixtures aren't the same. It should be head to head. That's how I see it. But you know, who yeah. are the teams that North play twice? This this actually is going to be interesting. Bulldogs, I know that. We play them twice, I think. No, we don't play them twice, Maddie. I think sure. they play Adelaide. Yeah, we, twice. We, they, they won't let Melbourne play in North Melbourne twice. They'll be like, fix, like the AFL will lose so much money. Oh, we play Hawthorne twice. So. Yeah, play, we play Hawthorne twice. They play Adelaide twice. Yeah. They play West Coast twice by the looks of it. Okay. No. Actually, no, they don't. No, they don't. That was a lie. Um, I don't know. I think they play is it Gold Coast. <laughs> Yeah, they played Gold Coast twice. Jeez. Yeah, Gold Coast is pretty irrelevant at the moment. They are such an irrelevant club. I'm not sure. Like, I haven't heard yeah. their name pop up in probably about well, four I, years. Well, I, I have recently because nah, someone... four put, years, you reckon? Nah, nah because no, someone put of Matt Ben Rowell. King in the mid-season. Yeah, when Matt Rowe plays irrelevant, that's pretty Fact. good. Well, Ben King Ben King is put into mid-season All-Australian by some of the journalists. That's why. What? Yeah, that's bullshit though. Because he's fourth in uh, he's fourth in Coleman, and they reckon he's done very well. Yeah, fourth in Coleman. Deal. Where are Gold Coast and the ladder? Where are they, mate? But yeah, that's like, actually a good question. Thirteen. Thirteen. Oh wait, so you're saying they're above us? They're point three percent above Carlton. Right? That is embarrassing. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, you've played one more game than them as well. Okay, talk oh, about uh... embarrassing clubs. In- embarrassing clubs. Hawthorne is pretty embarrassing. They got oh, yeah. CJ, they say. Sorry? CJ's dropped off as CJ. well. CJ's dropped, dropped off, off well. completely. Yeah, yeah, com- yeah, definitely. When you have a squad with a few million bucks players of O'Meara and Mitchell, and then two people. And well, plus, they big pine, They put big money in Wingard as well. Oh, yeah, they did. Like, and to be second last. It's embarrassing. And that's really embarrassing. And, and that's the thing I think people will call asking, how important really is the head coach? Like, we all know one of the all-time greats quotes is Alistair Clarkson, no doubt. I think you guys might know that. Yeah. But to coach, a, to coach a team that bad, is, is recruiting more important than coaching? Potentially. What do you think, Maxim? Um, I don't know. But the thing with Alistair Clarkson, obviously he got that um, three-peat. But he's also yeah. look at look at all the head coaches now. They've pretty most of them have worked with Alistair Clarkson. I know Damien um, Hardwick definitely did. Yeah. Um, Adam Simpson did. Beveridge sure. did. Yeah. Beveridge did as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like all the all the successful teams, their coaches have pretty much worked with. Well, the, they were saying there's two systems, Clarkson. either from the Paul Ruse roots, which is the Simon Goodwin. Yeah. That route, Ross line is part of that bracket, or the Alistair yeah. Clarkson bracket of. You know, there's two brackets of, but then Jeff, well, there's a Teague. Teague, wh- which which bracket is he from? Um, 
I'm pretty sure he could, you know, he was from Clarkson as well. Is he? Let me I'm check. pretty sure. Let me check. Because I'm pretty sure he was an assistant coach. Yeah. Stewie Dew, I think, was Stewie Dew was Hawthorne. Hawthorne for sure. Yeah. Because he was Hawthorne champion at 2008. So yeah, it was a good I'm question. pretty sure my mum sent that post to me a while back about what? like all the Hawthorne ex Hawthorne coaches. Yeah, there's plenty. Look, there's Paul Rose Root. And uh, so he was assist. Oh, let me check. Here we go. I found it. Um. So there's Beveridge, Fagan, Clarko. Uh, yeah. Um. Adam Simpson. Yeah. Um. Brendan Bolton. Yep. Radden. Brendan Bolton's a flop though. Yeah. Well, sure. Yep. <laughs> Stewie Jew. Stewie Jew. Yeah. And I have a really good feeling that. David Teague also coached at Hawthorne. I can't find anything. Mm. Let me have a look. Coaching career. Oh, he was an assistant coach at West Coast. All right. So he's from this. Um, yeah, really, he's from the. He's from the 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 Hawthorne bracket. Yeah, Chris Simpson. Yeah, because yeah. and 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 for example, um, sorry, can't come get his name off my head. I'll think about it. So there's few other coaches from some other brackets as well, like not direct. Oh, like um, Essendon, for example. The oh, Carousella, Carousella, all their assistant coaches are from um, are from Hardwick, which is from yeah. the whole bracket, like indirectly. So yeah, yeah, well, um. I personally think that coach coaching definitely has a big impact impact on the results of the like what happens in the actual games, but the I think the recruiting like people determine you know like like they have a big role in like putting together the squad in like you know putting the pieces together to make a yeah team to Is- come out and beat these other. Well, well, that's the thing. That's the thing. I think we should all ask. Remember, like Melbourne was like asked Matt as well. We were terrible at recruiting before uh, Paul Ruse arrived. Terrible. Like you could not. Like, <laughs> Kyle Morton and all these players, which are not AFL. So players. Let me give you. Let me give you an example of someone, and it gives me um, me and Alex immediate PTSD. Jimmy Tumpus. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jimmy Tumpus. We, we were supposed to select Ollie Wines, all right? If you look at Ollie Wines' yeah. bio, all right, look at him. We were heavily thought we would sign it. And then we decided to sign this random Lebanese guy called Jimmy Tumpus. <laughs> yeah, we would. Because Ollie then, Wines. I don't know where he is very... right now. And then look at how good Ollie Wines is, obviously. He's a great player. Because yeah. like, like... Ollie Wines is uh, very close family friends with the uh, Vinies. Yeah. So Todd Viney, like, he pretty uh, yeah. much told the club just draft Ollie Wines. And they drafted some guy called Jimmy Tempest. Oh my and god! He played twenty-seven games in three seasons. And 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 look at what draft pick he was, you know. Pick four. Exactly. <sighs> well, I I want to. Uh, I forgot which draft class it was, but can we all admit that Paddy Dow might be the worst pick of all time? Nah, nah, nah. nah Paddy nah, McCartan, nah. mate. Oh yeah, oh, yes, Paddy McCartan. I love like him. that. That is next level bad. There was one. There was one draft where Carlton actually drafted really well. 
Well, actually, to be, to be fair, recently Melbourne has drafted really, really well. Yeah. And all of our picks, like all of our big, like high picks, have been successful. Yeah, as of late. Already, yeah. uh, listen, listen to it's the 2015 AFL draft. So we pick one, we got Weedering. Yeah. Pick ten, Mackay. Pick twelve, Ooh. Charlie Kerno. Yeah. Um. Pick twenty three, Cunningham. Who yeah. Just that's a guy that did his ACL against you guys. Yeah. That's fun. Um. Pick. <laughs> hey, can you uh, also look at who's pick number four, please? All right. Pick fifty three was Jack Silvani. Yeah. He, he is not that good. Son, that's he is not that good. No, he is good. No, I don't like. But who is no, pick number no, four? When you have number one pick, when you have number Clay one Nova. pick, look at who's pick number four, please. Clay Nova. Yeah. Don't yeah, tell me Weedering is a better player than Clayton Oliver. Listen though, but at that current time, we needed we needed. Who was who was pick number two? Who was pick number Shaggy. two? Shaggy. What a what what a fail! Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. And, and we're talking about Brisbane Lions, who has recruited very well. Like, don't get me wrong, but they have screwed that one up bad. Oh yeah. <laughs> They just show, you know. I, I think, you know, the, the most, the best pick, without a doubt, right now. You know, as, as look, it's not about talent. Sometimes it's about how many games he can play as well. His body shape can handle it. Is Clary in that draft? Oh, easily, easily. Boys, do you, um, Alex and Matt? Do you boys remember Jack Tringo? Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. Oh. In hey, the for a long time. Shut up! Shut up! In the two thousand and nine draft class, Jack Tringo was pick two. Guess who was pick three? Dustin Martin. Dustin Martin. Oh, that one. And who was pick 20? And who was pick 20 or 19? Uh, Nat Fife was 20. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> how good was like, – that was how bad recruiting Melbourne was. Max Gorn, you... 34. Yeah, that was a good recruit. <laughs> Ended up. Oh, that was great. Ruckman's is hard to tell with potential. Yeah, Ruckman oh, – yeah. I reckon you should never draft yeah. – like put a high pick on a Ruckman unless he's going to play a forward role. Hmm. Like as a pure ruckman, it's just you just cannot possibly. It's just yeah, because you don't know how mobile the person is and all of that, you know. But yeah, but yeah, Paddy McCartan. I'm sorry, like there's no debate on who's the worst ever draft pick in history. It has to be Paddy McCartan. <laughs> like even to this day, I, I still need to thank uh, Saints, you know, for for screwing that up real bad. Yeah. <sighs> Drop Petrarca right into our lap. Well, the thing is, even Paul Ruse said, like, with hindsight, please, like, we had no plans to select uh, Paddy McCartan with our high draft pick. He was not mobile. He was very bad in mm. his beat test results. He was very bad in 2K time trials. With the modern day I, game, it's, it's all about. He's a bloody diabetic. Like, Jesus, <laughs> bro. That's a nice well, that's the truth, though. I think if Saints had a time again, they would not go anywhere close to Paddy McCartan. No, he'd definitely fall to, like, past pick 30. Yeah, he, look, even oh, he wasn't even the best tall forward in that draft class, I don't think. Oh, yeah, nah. Wait, do you know the uh, Paddy McCartan Peter story? No. Oh, so my mate. Because Paddy McCartan lived in Geelong, like, all his childhood. Yep. So my mate had to, like, homestay him for his first year. So Paddy McCartan's a diabetic. Anyway, so Paddy McCartan was home alone one night and his parents and his, my mate's parents came back and I found like 12 pizza boxes under Paddy McCartan's bed. Oh, an elite AFL footballer had 12 pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. Pulling up your type of numbers, mate. Yeah, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you look at some of the other players that were drafted after him, like Petrarca, 
Brayshaw, Dugowie, Darcy Moore. Jake Lever. Yeah, Heaney. It's like some of these other players, Jack Steele even. Um, even I'd rather take Tuke Miller over him. Um, like there's so many other players that they could have taken, but yeah. Um, Dougal Howard is 56. Jeez. Yeah, he's a good player as well. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty good. Um, wasn't like, and and then what about in 2013 when Tom Boyd was drafted pick one? Yeah, but he won them. He won the Western. Tom Bulldogs. Boyd was good. Tom yeah, Boyd, yeah, it's yeah, a sad. Story, he won them the though. Premiership, mate. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, I, like even to this day, I thought he like we watched back the replay. I thought he should have won. Um, but he Jason Johansson hasn't. Uh, he was. He's the worst. Either. Like he. He is the worst. Yeah. He, he the, won. He won the Norm Smith, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good but, and then he won. Good time. Yeah, but he's not. He's not the same player anymore. Nowadays, nah. you see like other people chasing him easily. Yeah. You know, Zach Williams was drafted with pick ninety-five. For which one? Which guy? Probably fair enough. For 2013. Yeah. <laughs> Probably 2013. Yeah. And Rory Laird was drafted pick 86. Oh, that, that's, that's an incredible pick. And Jeremy McGovern was 74. 74. In the same draft class. Jaden Hunt pick 57. Fantasia yeah. 55. Yeah but, yeah, but look at Jaden Hunt though. Jaden Hunt was a big bet. Look, look at which team he was playing for. What team? Just, just look just when, says, when you look at the draft class. Look, look. It just next. says Brighton Grammar. Exactly, he wasn't yeah. even playing for a club. All right. But that was highly, highly, highly like. You yeah. Know, it was just like Darcy, a, it was a pure Darcy punt. Jones, pick fifty-two. Yeah, it was a pure punt. That was what it was, really. Jaden Hunt. They, did, they they saw speed in him, obviously. Yeah. And that Fast was it. What man? Yeah. Fast when what? was the last time a ruckman was drafted like top five? Oh, well, does, does, does does Luke Jackson count? No. Well, Matthew Cruiser wouldn't. Oh yeah, Cruiser was number one. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was actually a good player. He was just yeah, so he's not number one. I just don't think he's. Yeah. What draft? That was like two thousand eight, I think. Yeah. Two thousand eight, yeah. if I remember correctly. Just wasn't Mark Murphy two thousand nine. No, Murphy was two thousand six. Okay. Is he yeah. that old? Jesus Christ! Yeah, he's going to retire or something, isn't he? Oh no, it wasn't 2008 because 2008 was Jack Watts. Oh, that, what, what a flop! Yeah, Jackie, what a flop! That. What a flop! Typical Melbourne to screw up the. <laughs> what? 2006 Didn't was the fucking Filipino. Oh, two, 2006 was Bryce Gibbs. Okay, look, looking back, 2013 draft class. All right, at the time, Josh Kelly was highly debatable if Melbourne won the draft. Josh no, Kelly was number God. two. We gave up. We we got Dom Tyson and Christian Salem, who was draft number nine. Now, who do you think has won now? As you, as Maxim and James are more neutral, who do you think you got? Who got? Wait, what happened? Wait. So in two thousand thirteen. Yeah. So Melbourne had pick number two. We Mm -hmm. traded that for Dom Tyson, who is now uh, (laughs) not even in. I think in the reserves in North Melbourne, and pick number nine. For pick number Christian two. But who did pick two turn into? Josh Kelly. Kelly. The Kelly. Dre- great. He missed out on the bond. And who was pick nine? Christian Salem. Definitely. Christian GWS. Salem's had a great... Or whoever, whoever drafted Kelly. GWS, yeah. But we got two players, so... 
in oh, Salem Co- and Josh Kelly and Dom close mate of uh, Sabrina's of uh, Sabrina Lung. Yeah, Lane Kelly. Is, well, out. Lane Kelly is Lane Kelly is my sister's friend in school. No way. <laughs> yeah. And now, oh. now she's dating Lipinski, which I think is basically she she loves her brother. Cool. Nice. <laughs> all right. I want you guys, all right, Alex. All right, everyone can answer this question. I want to know. There was a very controversial trade between Carlton and Adelaide. I think it was three years ago now. Yeah. Which saw us trading pick one. Uh, no, our first round pick for Adelaide's first round pick next year and Liam, the draft rights to who turned out to be Liam Stocker. Right? So I want you guys to tell me who, who won that trade. Well, so has, have both yeah. teams selected the players yet? Yes. Yeah. So it was in 2018 we did the trade. We yep. both traded our future picks. Okay. Who, who did what you guys the, get? Who, yeah, who were the players? So, yeah. so we got Liam Stocker in that trade. Yeah. Right. And then we got, well, I think we did some more trades around it and we ended up with, actually, this might not be, let me have a look. Because I'm pretty sure Adelaide ended up with, no, it can't be this one. So pretty, so pretty much um, we traded. So we got Liam Stocker and traded Adelaide got Fisherman Casey out of that draft pick, actually. Okay. And we oh, got Brody. You Kent. lost that. You lost it. I don't care. Just you lost. No, it. Fisherman Casey is an actual specimen. I don't care what exactly. I'm sorry. He's a future Hall of Famer. You guys are talking all future Hall of Famer. You guys are all talking. Shush, 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 shush. You guys are all talking. Shush, shush. That's all you guys. Elite, elite private school. Fisherman Casey specimen. I don't care what anyone says. Five years down the line. He will be. That he will already be in Hall of Fame contention. Five years down the line. Ma- Ma- Maxim, you want to bet? Now. You want to bet? Mate, Fisher McCasey will win the Colby. Yeah, be, I'll, I'll, playing I'll from the house. back line. Bet your house. Bet your house. <laughs> you don't have a house, though. No, I do. <laughs> Lives in, in five shack, years, man. I will. In five years, I will, buddy. No, 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 no. We need to, you need to have something with substance to bet with, Maxim. You can't just say, because I've got a house and you don't have a house and you bet my house. What's, what's the point in that? Um, he is not. Uh, 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 he's not even playing for Adelaide at the moment. Yeah, he can't get a game. Yeah, so big deal, man. Yeah, they're resting. Hey, let me remind you, Jay Weaver was final. playing for Adelaide in his second year, like the star back in Adelaide in the second year. Oh, they booed him. That was weak. That was weak. They oh. booed him when he played against them. That did was you, weak. Did you did you see that, that when weak. did you see that the um when Jay North Melbourne played Collingwood? Collingwood fans were booing Jaden Stevenson, even though they forced him out of the club. I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even Adam Trelaw, some of the supporters boo Adam yeah. Trelaw. That was yeah, they're paying they're paying him to beat him. <laughs> like, and he didn't even want to leave as well. That was a funny part. Like, uh, yeah. Well, okay, that's it. Where we're gonna talk, and I think we need to talk about this as well on this podcast. Well, Petrarca was right now is we we don't know about Carlton Paddy Cripps yet, but the long big contract everyone knows. Do you guys think it's right that players get these long, big contracts, seven years? Because he'll be at the club until 2033, that, which is ridiculously long. What do you guys think? Okay, I'm not even going to lie to you. I don't 
I'm not a fan of these long six, seven, like like those kind of um I'm not a fan of the those length like contracts because you never know where a player is that where a player is gonna take you. Like you, you perfect example, Buddy Franklin signed a nine nine year deal with Sydney and he's missed so many game import like games, seasons even with just injuries after injuries after injuries, but he's still making what like probably eight hundred thousand dollars a year just to not even play. So I mean that's why I, I definitely prefer like the shorter two, three year deals. Like, yeah, if a player has a season ending injury, like that's okay. But like, you never know. They could be injury rattled. They could, you know, start dropping off. They could, you never know what's going to happen to a player. And you're pretty much just giving your whole trust in a player for seven years in Petrarca. The thing is around it is if we don't, if we don't give him that big contract, another club will be coming to big to this big contract. But I just think five years should be maximum, in my opinion. But obviously, you know, that's how I see it. Because right now we're seeing Collingwood having to pay the price <coughs> for a big contract for their big ruckman, you know? Yeah, and- well, see, well, the thing is, you never know, like, like just like, yet again, like, again, I'd much rather see Petrarca on a three, four year deal. Cause yet he's still so young. He's what? 23, 24, oh, no, 25 now this year, 25. Right. Yeah. So you're pretty, you're pretty much signed. You've pretty much signed him away for the rest of his career. Yeah. yeah. Right? Until mm-hmm. that's till he's 32. So yeah. what if like, I'd, I'd much rather see, I would like if I, in Melbourne's perspective, like a Melbourne's fans perspective, I'd much rather see him on a three, four year contract, see what he can produce in that three, four years, then extend him until the rest of the, his career. And then if he, you know, if you start winning premierships, you start, you know, consistently getting top eight, top four, whatever it is, then he'll definitely want to re-sign with the club. True, but remember that... The, the, I don't care. We got Christian Petrarca for okay, his if, entire look, career. That's all I care about. This is how I see it, all right? If Melbourne win two premierships within those seven years, then it's all worth it. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, that, that, that's how I see it. Like, there's no debating about it. If you win two premierships within those seven years, it's definitely all worth it. And Petrarca right, will lead you to it. Yeah. Let's all, let's let's Assuming. be honest, okay? We're winning a premiership this year. All right. Capital. Highly likely we win it next year and the year after three times. Nah, you won't win it three times. I don't think Bloody it's possible to win it. Also, if we three-peat, does that make Adam Uze one of the most elite coaches of all time? Because he was part of the three-peat in Hawthorne, and now he's going to be part of the three-peat at Melbourne. Well, first of all, he needs to win one first. Matt, he needs to win one first. And then after (laughs) that, I I think every every club in the AFL will be knocked. After the second-peat, I don't think he'll go to a three-peat. It'll be the second. Every club in AFL will will be knocking on his door and go, hey, mate, it's time to come. It's come to big – we'll give you a big – I mean, Carlton. Well, Carlton would be. Collingwood would be. Well, the thing about Collingwood is, I reckon Collingwood right now, because Collingwood's in an absolute mess right now because uh, Brown basically wants to uh, challenge the whole club's board yep. single-handedly. And the current board don't have the guts to do something about it because they, they can't do anything about it. And the board doesn't dare to take actions against Nathan Buckley right now because, you know, they're not in a position to take action against Nathan Buckley. But Nathan Buckley has basically... <laughs> 
said in his own point of view that he would prefer to have the current board. So if Jeff Brown goes into position as president, basically Nathan Buckley is gone, which is basically what it sounds like from what I hear. What do you guys think? Well, Collingwood just proved that, you know, they can still win games. They just beat Adelaide, was it? Adelaide Oval as well. Um, Taylor Walker had his worst kicking game the whole year. Yeah, yeah well, you see, players are, players are always going to be like that. There's always going to be one player that doesn't show up that should. So, Fremantle Dockers, Fremantle Dockers, like in the stats sheets, they don't show how many misses they've done. They're the worst set shot side in the whole AFL. I watched the match last night. They had so oh, many set shots that even they even missed the behind post. All right. Well, two teams that are probably the same: Essendon and St Kilda. Like St Kilda's no, next. Yeah, St Kilda as well. Do you think there? Do you think there is a problem with the AFL current coaching system of not having a specific skills coach? I thought there is. There isn't. Yeah, there is. There isn't because they, every club just decides what they want what to do with the assistant coaches because of the soft cap. No, because of soft like cap. Rock. There's rock forward, mid, and back coaches, aren't there? Who, yeah. Who's a skills coach? Like that's, that's more tactics. Who's a specific goal? We literally, you boys, do you know Ivan Marich or Marich yeah. or whoever? He's, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's yeah, literally yeah. our. He's our Ruckman coach. Yeah, yeah. Cruises, Matthew Cruz is our Ruck coach. Yeah, yeah. He's a player. Isn't there he? are. <laughs> isn't he a player? No, he retired. Oh, has he retired? Did now? He? Like two years ago. Nah, nah. Surely not. Matthew Cruz was playing last year, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh no, what he retired. He? he retired last year because remember how. Remember how in round one he broke his ankle against Richmond? Yeah. Do you remember that, Maxim? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, he, another he... funny Colton injury. Sorry. <laughs> that, that was his final game. He yeah, he's, he's retired now. After. He retired after the first game, basically. Yeah, but he announced it like towards the end of the year. He did like the walk-off thing, thing with Simpson. Yeah. Uh, 2007 draft class. Carlton screwed that up, that's for sure. Who was that, Gibbs? Well, number two pick was a guy called Trett Cotchton. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And number 10 pick was a guy called Paddy Dangerfield. Number 12 pick was a guy called Cyril Rioli. Fuck. Oh. All right, Cyril Rioli, at the moment, he's obsolete because, you know, we have Kaiser Pickett, you know. <laughs> he's just – he might be smaller than Cyril, but he's so much more skillful, you know. Better kick a goal. Hey, hey, hey Maddie, Maddie, guess who number four pick was in that draft class? Kyle Morton. Was it? Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> 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 Kyle Morton. Oh, my. Like, Paddy Dangerfield was number 10. Alex Rance was number 18. Harry Taylor was 17. Hey, it just hey, shows. Guys. It just shows like how important recruiting is. You know, like elite scouting by Melbourne right there. Like uh, Kyle, well, yeah. Kyle Morton. You reckon? Well, like another club, in my opinion, which has completely underperformed this year, is St Kilda. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. hugely. They made the. They made um. They made finals last. Finals, year. yeah. But yeah. I, but I, I think Western why, Bulldogs as well. Okay, that's why I think last year you put Richmond's premiership was estimation mark. Listen yeah. me out. Listen me out. Why? As I said last year, six of the top eight teams didn't go to Perth last year at all. 
And oh my god, shut up. <laughs> Here we go again. No, we're gonna talk, we're gonna talk about it. And no. this year, yeah. it's those teams are being found out big time. Okay, um, all right, so now do you guys want to talk about the basketball? Yeah. All right, all right, all right, let me go on my Houston Rockets rant. Okay, <laughs> yeah. All right, hear me out. Hear me out. Houston, we all know we're about to draft Kate Cunningham. I don't care. Right. We're going to rig it. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> we're going to get Cade Cunningham. Okay? Our starting five is going to be John Wall. Okay? Oh, no. We're not going to trade he's him away. Know. He's John no. Wall. No. we got Cade Cunningham. All right, we've got Daniel House, the best oh, slashing small forward of all time. <laughs> is he small forward? <laughs> I don't know what he plays. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we got Christian Wood. Obviously, he might leave. Not gonna lie. Kevin Porter Jr. Drop fifty. And Kevin Porter. We just got so much depth, so much versatility. <laughs> Kenyon Martin. He's pretty good. Kenyon Martin. Kelly Olynyk. Jesus, how Kelly old is Kenyon? Kelly Martin? Goat Olynyk. Sorry, Kenyon Martin's like twenty-two. Kelly Goat Olynyk and Pat. Oh, I'm thinking Adam wrong. Kenyon Martin. forward as well. Oh, it's over. Guys, guys, yeah, you do know exactly. Kelly. You, you, you do know Kelly Olynyk doesn't have a contract for next year, right? Who cares, mate? He'll play for He's free. Kelly yeah. I, I thought he played he for Miami Heat. He got traded. Yeah, he got traded. We traded for him because we still had for really Oladipo. Still, is is Eric Gordon still there? Yeah, yeah, he got injured. He'll get traded. <laughs> mate, yep. This team is not going to play playoffs next year. No, obviously. but you go for the Raptors, probably one of the most. Well, Raptors, um, no, but then you know it's it's Canada. No one cares about anything other than ice hockey. You know, yeah, that's probably the worst well. accent you ever had. <laughs> that was funny. I liked it. I rated that. Nah, it's going to be Golden State next year, back in the West. Oh yeah, for sure. Like if they if they get Kawhi, it is game over. No way are they getting Kawhi. No way. They, they no, they actually can. Well, they've got the draft, like, sorry, the, the cap space too, definitely. Because yeah, well, they still no. have that huge hole from uh, from Kevin Durant. Yeah, well, they, um, someone worked it out. It's like they can't, they don't have the money to um, just sign Kawhi in free agency. So yeah. what they can do is they can do a sign and trade. And pretty much that trade would have to include one of Wiggins or Kelly Oubre and like Wiseman and like picks. Right. <laughs> they, they would give up easily one of those guys for Kawhi Leonard. The, I reckon they they definitely do Wiggins and um Wiggins and Wiseman and Pick. No, but most of Wiggins because Flight Reacts likes Wiggins too much. Yeah. Flight <laughs> <laughs> Reacts no said pick Wiggins over Harden and Bill. Bro, uh, did you see how much um, oh, he was? Bro, he was, he was completely riding Kawhi today in his reaction video. I watched it. It was so funny. He's like, he's like, um, Kawhi did like a dunk, and he's like, oh, Kawhi, please come to the Warriors. And now every time, like, you know how he does like the intros when before they start, he was doing the Clippers. (laughs) He was doing the Clippers, and he goes, um, pandemic P, Kawhi, please come to the Warriors, Leonard. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny, and um, so yeah, but. The Clippers beating the Mavericks in seven games this morning. Congratulations. Thank you. We're playing yeah, Utah right. now. We're down 2 You can beat Utah. You can beat Utah. I reckon you can beat Definitely. 
Like, as long as you know that Houston are the superior team, well, yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. Now the yeah. question is: the question is, with the speed of Utah, can you guys slow slow them down? Because yes. when that's got defense, like if you guys can, they slow have it, probably one of the best defensive teams in the league. Yes. Yeah, it's all about no slowing. Question. Well, Kawhi Leonard is probably the best one-on-one defender. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Elio Linux up there. <laughs> but, but but let's be honest. If a fully fit, uh, fully fit Brooklyn Nets is going to win the NBA, no. Really? I mean, they've got James Harden, so obviously. Yeah, they're fully choke fit. It. A fully gonna fit. Gonna choke it. Gonna choke. Why, why is that? I don't know. I can just say it. James Harden doesn't choke. All these big teams just do it. No. No, no but not a bit. Harden on your side. No, sure. but no. Big news though. The big news though is um, what's his name um. Harden's actually injured for next game. Yeah, but they're going to probably missed, still win though. He missed all of game one, and he, he and they still and they two. still want beat Milwaukee easily, didn't they? Yeah, they killed him. Even yeah. though it was only nine point game. Well, on um, Kevin Durant, how, how, what was his shooting percentage? Which was pretty efficient. He look, Kevin Durant is the best offensive player in history. Oh yeah, for sure. Best, he's the best scorer. There is there is no one better than Kevin Durant, but he you don't want forty eight percent. That's that's ridiculous. Right. Like I remember, I always remember that game when they played uh, Cavs in the final. He single handedly destroyed LeBron James. Yeah, well, you see, you know, in Game Six when Kawhi had forty five, he shot seventy two percent from the field. Yeah, but that that it won't happen next game. Like you, you can't yeah. expect Kawhi to have stats like that every. But he, he was he was averaging sixty percent from the field in the in the series in seven games. Well, I just think Dallas Mavericks is a bad matchup for uh, like like L.A. Clippers is a bad matchup for um for Dallas Mavericks because they can put Paul George and Kawhi on him, take turns on Luka Doncic. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, Porzingis sucks. Porzingis sucks shit. Oh yeah, hundred percent. He is the most overhyped, typical New York Knicks. That he he just got so overhyped in New York Knicks, and then yeah. he couldn't possibly live up to the potential like they did with Jeremy Lin. They overhyped him so much, and yet they actually no, believe no, all that. No, 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 no! Don't we don't disrespect yeah, no, Jeremy don't, Lin on this podcast? Dis- Where is he we now? Where is he now? Lin. Who he's cares? In, um, he played five games. Retired. He's retired. He's retired. Yeah, we Jeremy Lin. We, we don't disrespect Asians here at the Asia for Life podcast. We do not discriminate all races or genders. Yeah, exactly, um, you banana. Yeah, I thought, thought Whatever, I mate. Whatever you. <laughs> banana. <laughs> egg. Whatever you, egg. Matty G. Egg. Egg, you're egg. Matt, Double yolk as well, mate. Matt. Double yolk. <laughs> Matt, has, it, has any of it grown back yet? <sighs> has any of it grown ba- back yet, your hair? Oh. It's actually uh, a bit uneven at the moment. Oh, no. It's all right. It's, it's getting a lot better. I saw it today. It's getting oh. a lot better. Mm. What are you doing? Yeah. Hey. I just love how Maxim and uh, James have got long hair and you decided to shave your head hair off. Uh, James has a filthy mouth. Maxim's Maxim. Maxim's Oh, God. I don't know what he's doing with it. Hey, mine he, actually looks the good. The thing is, he tucks it in behind his ears so tight that, like, all the yeah. dandruff, like, comes to the top. Uh, it's weird. No, nah, it's a weird, bro. You need to sort it out. Surely you can get, like, a comb or something. Oh, oh a comb. Oh, okay. Thanks, bro. Yeah, a comb, man. 
Oh, well, how about them Cowboys? Oh, yeah. God. Oh, Micah Parsons, my saviour. The future. He's going to be the defensive captain in two years. Facts. Okay, so, Facts. guys, are we He's winning He's having 20 sacks this year and, like, 200 tackles. I don't care. Oh, 100%. Mate, he's just too quick. Oh, God. He could yeah. play cornerback. He could play cornerback. Mate, did you know, in high school, he was the number one running back in the nation and he chose to play <laughs> linebacker. That's how good he is. Yeah, exactly. Are we winning at all this year? Well, do you guys support Dallas Cowboys? <laughs> no, Chris. Yeah. Who else would we support you with? Yeah. Well, I don't know. White supremacists <laughs> all the way. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, aren't there a few Texas teams? Huh? Uh, aren't there Houston, Texans, they just lost their relevant. quarterback, mate. They yeah. Get him massages. Yeah, but Cowboys, they never win anything. Mate. Well, we're winning a championship. Did you ever say the Cowboys in the 70s and 80s, mate? Yeah. We've got a bad have you heard of a guy called uh, Tom Brady? Whoever he joins, they win. No, no. Who's Tom Brady? Yes, Please, tell me. Never, never heard of that boy. Oh, he's Bay the guy that um, likes, like, is actually in love with his son. It's kind of weird. <laughs> actually in love. I should well, have heard of Prescott. But you, I find it quite funny how all the Tampa Actual Bay supporters love, love their, their owner. Yet the same guy, all half of the world hates this guy, the Glazers. Have you guys heard of the Glazers? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you told Super me about league. them. Oh, the Tampa Bay. Bay. Tampa Bay is ridiculous. They, they they were able to force the, the the government to pay for their stadium. That's next level. That's next level ball, man. Uh, they must have we... got um, Johnny Cochran or whatever his name is. Oh, Johnny Cochran. He's good at persuading. <laughs> guys, what um... a good bloke. Guys, can we just um drift back Love to? That, man. Can we just drift back to AFL for a second? This is breaking yeah. news that yeah, um, Tom Mitchell is open to a trade away from Hawthorne at the end of the season. Of course, he's mentioned he's mentioned Richmond. As we, don't want him. we don't want him. We don't want him. Well, we don't want him. Well, all right, all right. Just listen, Dion Prestia looks like his career is close to finished. Yeah. Shut up, now. Nah, shut oh, up, yeah. Human meatball. Leave, oh, leave no, right now, chance. no. Leave right now. <laughs> this is my podcast. Me. I was a finding. Leave. No, actually, no, it's, it's actually mine. It is. Nah, Dion Prestia has barely played this year, and when he played, yeah, how because long he's he... been injured. Good player. He was... when I know when but... he was injured, but his career is close to the end, it. mate. No. When when he was injured, we dearly missed him. As soon as he's come back, he's made our midfield hundred percent way better. He doesn't seem like an impactful midfield, but when he when he um doesn't play, you really need him. You miss well, him. He's just got a good vibe about him, doesn't he, Maxim? Yeah, and he's vibe. a meatball as well. So like exactly, <laughs> one thick ass. One thing I love about one thing. I how love about Caddy? About... How about Caddy? How how good was Caddy? Nah, you can get rid of him. You can get rid of him. <laughs> All right, all right. So look, it looks like Richmond will have to get rid of a few players. So we don't want Tom Mitchell. I don't want someone who's popping sixty disposals in the back line to make zero score involvements and zero inside fifties. All right. What's so you're gonna get, give up Chol, Caddy? No, 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 no Chol. No, 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 shush, no shush. Coleman. How about that? Who, who's the other one? Who's the other player you guys? Mac. Nah, no, not him. Um, who's the other young forward? Not oh, what's his name? 
Would you trade Daniel Rioli, Maxon? Trade Castagna. Yes. Nah, nah, nah. Shut up, shut up. McIntosh. is dog shit. Have you seen his leg? Have you seen his leg tattoos? They are immaculate, bro. Oh God, kill me now. Okay, so they're so spaced out though. That's the no, no, they're not as no, they're not as bad as the livers. Yeah, Libba's the worst. Oh. Homer Simpson, the Simpsons. Oh my god. Yeah, that is questionable. <laughs> That's just weird. <laughs> just weird. The Simpsons. End of story. Like n- nothing more special than the Simpsons, you know. Mate, Kaiser pick its arm tattoo though. That's, that's uh, popping off. I don't care what anyone says. That's a good no, one. Guys, I, th- I think this, this podcast has been a great su- success. I think we should give it, like you know, come to the end. A Collier Dawkins. Is he any good? Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Oh, oh no, 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 He's a gun. Boys, boys, RCB boys, we gun. have one more subject. Boys, yeah. one more subject. Well, Logan Taylor Paul. Harris. Huh? Oh, yes. Oh, no, we have two more. Taylor Harris, okay, boys. Oh, what a trade. What are we thinking what of the trade? trade? I have no, no idea. Melbourne, she, she, she's got a statue, isn't she? So yeah. It just proves how much power Melbourne have. To be, to be able to get a man to play in the AFLW, that's just insane. <laughs> she's making 300k. That is a steal. That is where, a steal. Where do they get the money? That is amazing. Where do they get 300k from? Like, the Glazers. Like, we're Melbourne. Like, we're Melbourne. Melbourne's Melbourne's poor ass. Like rich, rich supporters. Oh, no, we're financially are. strong though. Financially, we're a good. Yeah, club. it's only now, but it's funny though. We only have like fifty thousand members, yet our average attendance is more than thirty thousand. Yeah, because how many of them are MCC members, mate? Because we're That's the thing. upper class of society, you know. Upper class. And, that's you, man. Half of them go up to the half of them go up to the snow. So like, yeah, yeah not this year, thing. mate. Well, not this year, mate. Well, <laughs> it will be interesting to see what happens to the slopes, because uh, considering Melbourne are actually doing well, regardless of what you guys are I'd, I'd, I'd book it in. I'd still book it in. Book it in for <laughs> what? September. It's possible to get out of the A. Just remember that, buddy. <laughs> mate, we we, 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 we don't need a book. Hey, Maxim, we don't need a book. We already have accommodation there. We own the chalets, mate. Yeah, mate. I actually know the CEO of Mel. Yeah, he does. Oh, congratulations to I you. I actually mate. do, oh. though. And James, James, guess which club he supports. Huh? Guess which club he supports. North Melbourne. Carlton. Oh, that's surprising. Wow. Yeah, but you guys are, you guys are rich ass as well. People like yeah. look at half the... Even, even ScoMo supports Carlton. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. he doesn't follow footy. He he goes for the Cronulla Sharks, buddy. Oh no, Frydenberg. Fried no. Well, he he went to the game. Yeah, yeah. Frydenberg. Frydenberg. Yeah. yeah, he he's our number one ticket holder. Is he? Yeah. Surely it's a Pratt. Nah, not anymore. Come on, one of the Pratts will be the. the I think it, I think it used to be Pratt. Well, surely one of them. Well, they've still got the Pratt Cup, don't they? They still play the Pratt. Cup. No, they don't. They don't. Yes, they do. Between Collingwood and uh, Collingwood and Carlton, surely it's called Pratt Cup or something. Because I saw no, this. Some... They used to. No, nah, they still do. They still do. They still play the Pratt Cup. And then one of his, I don't even know, is one of his real grandkids or is just his, you know, third or trophy wife grandkids. <laughs> this funny. <laughs> yeah. Well. All right. So should we talk about the Logan Paul fight today. What a waste Logan. of time. No, half of it yeah. was clinching. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I watched that illegally and I reckon I reckon I got scammed. Who didn't, mate? Do you reckon anyone <laughs> no, here? I reckon I got scammed. I, I I went I wish I like got robbed. I think my money like got taken off me or something. <laughs> it's ridiculous. How should anyone pay that sort of stupid money to watch that sort of source? Fifty bucks. The thing is for boxing, usually it's a hundred bucks for like pay per view. Pay per view. 
and I gave a discount of half, and it's still fifty bucks for that. Yeah. And it was shocking. <laughs> it was shocking. Like, no, but we learned we learned a couple of things. We learned that Logan actually can fight. Um, yeah, but I don't know. When you're 28 year old and you're just training, training, training your hold every day, then you, you're gonna automatically know how to fight. Yeah, but we also but we also know that there's the reason why there's weight classes as well. Because when yeah. you when you're five eight and you're versing someone who's six one and probably like fifty pounds bigger than you, it's a bit hard. You know what fight I actually really want to see? Mark Tyson versus Logan Paul. Oh, that, that would be I want to see the gypsy man. I want to nah, see because I know Logan Paul will get knocked out in the first round. Because Mark Tyson, <laughs> Tyson Fury, man. I want to watch Tyson Fury. Who that gypsy king dude? Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> yeah, now, have you seen his brother? Have you seen his brother though, Tommy Fury? No. No, no, he's actually good. Nah, nah, t- Tyson nah, Fury King. against against Anthony Joshua has to be the fight this year. Everyone wants to see. I don't care what you say. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I reckon we've covered all the topics. We needed to. No, no, we haven't talked about how good Melbourne is this year. Um, no, we do. Oh, we yeah. did. Okay, sure. Yeah, all right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, well, no, we'll go through the All-Australian lineup for this year. Oh, yes. Actually, we need to do this. All right, yeah, this yeah. is mid-season. You go, James, you go through your 18 plus plus the three reserves of who you think is in the mid-year. Defense first. Defense first. Yeah. Okay. So, who? So my personal thing? Right. Yeah, your yeah. personal. All right. All right, let's go through this. Um, I'm just getting up the media team just as a yeah. guideline. Yeah, sure. No problem. All right, let's have a look. Oh, this one's not. This one doesn't have a photo of it. Oh. All right, let me just... Hold up. So... No, that's the same thing. All right, All right. this should be... Yeah, all right, here we go. So, oh, this is an ESPN one. That's pretty dodgy. But it's still, no, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. One, one, eight. Eight. You just kind of couldn't find the ages. There's plenty. Buddy, just say, just say a couple names. Oh, Backline. Backline. So, Stephen May. Yep, of course. Lever. Of course. Easy. Salem. Easy. Weedering. Okay, give you that. Give you that. Darcy Moore. Mm. So mm. Darcy Moore has played half his time in the forward line, and you put yeah, that is the true. Australian team. I okay. reckon he belongs on the bench, and right, so we might put him in the bench. Starsevich, maybe he's got a yes, Starsevich, probably that's six. All right, all right, midfield. Rep- yeah, midfield. McRae. Yep. yep. Walsh. No. Yeah. Piss off. Yep. No, no, oh. no. Hey, Max, Matt, let him, let him finish. Wines. Yep. Yep. Darcy Parrish. Yep. Clayton Oliver. Yep. All right, now forward, forward line. Who's your Ruckman? Uh-huh. Oh, Ruckman. It's hard not to say Gorn. I'm gonna have to Yay, get yeah. around it. All right, forward line. Um, I can't believe you, you miss Hugh McLuggage, but... No, McCluggage. McCluggage is on the bench. Okay. All right. right. So I'm going to go. You have to go Tex. Yeah. You have to go Mackay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? We're going to throw Bont half forward. He's played a bit half forward. Yeah, Yeah. he has. He has. Yep. Yep. Um, um, Track half forward, surely. 
Nah, Chuck off the bench. Or who else? I don't I see. You could go for someone like a Toby Green. Oh, he's had yep. a great year. No, no, yeah, no. I'll respect that. Respect that. Toby Green. Yeah. So you need two more. Um, Tiff and Woody, surely. Yeah, yeah. Tip it. Tip has also had an amazing year. Yeah. And one more. Bailey Fritch. No. Bailey Fritch is a gun. Oh my. Yeah, God. exactly. No, Bailey Fritch. Bailey Fritch. I'm trust not. me. Jack Reeve, I'm, I'm maybe. Might. I might, like, there's a part of me that says says Shea Bolton, but yes, I feel like, listen, I feel like he's not there just yet, but he will be by the end of the year. Uh, someone that is there, Kaizo Pickett. Easy, no. put him in. Lock no. it in. Now on the bench, <laughs> yeah. the bench, we're going to have um, Pachaka. Yep. Darcy yep. Parrish. Yeah. That's a must. Wasn't he in your midfield? No. Yeah, he was Hugh McCluggage. It was Hugh McCluggage on the bench. Yeah, yeah, he said Hugh McCluggage. Yeah, McCluggage was on the bench. I'm gonna say Fritch. Yep. Yeah. Got to go uh, one more big. One more. I want to go for Ruckman. I'm gonna say Nick Nat. Okay. Yep. Okay. Respectable. Respectable. Maxim, yours. Right. Right. We can't go through all of this. Oh no, no, piss off, piss off. We're not going no. through all of this. Boys, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I reckon Shy Bolton does deserve an all Australian. Yeah, he does. I think I think he should be in the team. I think he should he deserves I, it. I don't care where, I don't care where, but I reckon he should be in the team. Yeah, yeah. he's a special player, Shy. He's a special player. And yeah. I think you gotta get either um where do you say Mackay and Tex? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I reckon Bruce or Reva, one of them's got it. Nah, nah. Game. Well, no, the thing is, the thing is are way more whoever wins Coleman is Bruce a Bruce kicked all his Bruce has kicked all his goals against shit side. Fair, that, that doesn't true, really that matter. Like kicking ten Jack goals Rewell. against North Melbourne, mm. who cares? Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> with, that, with with that being said, we're going to wrap it up now. I think. All right. Thanks. That was a great team, actually, James. That was a good yeah. team. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. No, all right. Well, respectable. Thank you. The Darcy Moore was a controversial one. Darcy Moore, you're actually off your mind. I can't believe you you pros Darcy Moore over Harris Andrews, but that's debatable. No, Harris Andrews, no, not yet. Okay. All right, but any another backman that could be in there is Rory Laird. Yeah. Oh, but he's playing midfield this year, is he? Yeah, I think I don't know. Um, or Ridley as well. Oh yeah, Ridley. Do you count Jack Zebel as a backman? Yes. His half his disposals are in the back line. Yeah, yeah I don't so think he's, he's, he's not all Australian though. No, you can't have someone that's one one game and as an all Australian. Yeah, all Australian oh. also sort of means you got to be like good in your team. Like you got yeah. to play play well in your team. All right, not so, just have the disposals. So thank you for listening to episode nine. It was a pretty good episode. We haven't done one in well, like eight odd weeks. Seventh of April. Seventh of April. Oh, yeah. So ex- exactly two months ago. Yeah. So yeah, that's a yeah, it's a pretty good episode tonight. Um, there's a, a lot been happening, and we'll see you in a, a possibly a couple more weeks for another episode. Yep. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Yep. Thank you. See you later. Bye bye.